Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, we are on day three of the post-Oscar, um, what? Regrouping? Sure. On the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Analysis? There you go. All of those things. Thoughtful conversation. Exactly. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley, trainer. And in some ways we have more information and in some ways we have less. And um, one of the things that uh, I think we talked about on Monday, which was day one, Post Oscars um, was about Questlove, who was the first person to accept an award Mm -hmm. directly following that moment between uh, Will Smith and Chris Rock, where Will Smith uh, came up on stage and slapped Chris Rock across the face after a joke that was made at the expense of Jada Pinkett Smith. And, you know, I think both of us sort of remarked like, what a sad what what uh, we're we were sad for Questlove. We said we wish he could have a do over. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Give Questlove his due. But here's the thing. Questlove doesn't I don't think feel like he needs a do over um, because he was about as present in that moment as he could have been. And there's a really specific reason why. Now, I don't stay up late, so I don't watch the late shows. So I read the report of the report. This is from two days ago. He was on Monday night. He was back with Jimmy Fallon, which makes sense, right? That's where he uh, is uh, in charge of the house band on uh, The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. But he sat down on the couch with Jimmy and talked about the experience. And um, in the midst of it, now I just want to set the clip up that we're going to listen to. He's talking about his mom, who was there with him. And um, he was talking about how he just was so thankful to his mom in that moment because uh, they had, you know, the history of their family was that really his parents put his success Mm -hmm. before sometimes even paying the bills, that there were times where it was about, uh, you know, getting an education in what he wanted to do Mm -hmm. for Questlove and paying, literally paying their bills. So he was sort of, you know, uh, in this space of gratitude. And then he says the following, and I just want you to hear what he says from his mouth. All right. And, you know, and of course, you know, that happened in the cyclone of a whole nother situation with two very good friends of mine. And I really wasn't aware of that. It's weird to say, because, you know, they tell you ahead of time, this is your category. And so in that moment, you're either going to be full of anxiety or for me, like I've, I've been like meditating for like the last two years. So I do transmit. Actually, uh, Seinfeld taught me about that. Like TM. Trans- yeah, TM. 
And, you know, a minute when the commercial break was happening, I was just in my... Mm, <laughs> yeah. So when I opened my eyes, I didn't realize, like, why is everyone so quiet? Like, I literally was not present for that whole entire moment. And as I'm walking to the stage, I'm kind of putting two and two together. And I realized that that was a real moment, like, maybe three seconds before I spoke words. But... Yeah. In my mind, they're just doing a sketch or whatever, and I'm just like, okay, Mir, remember to thank your mom, your dad, thank you. you know, like, yeah. So I was not present at all. I was just in a blank And, and did people sitting around you have a vibe, too? I was in the fun section. I was, I was right, like, I was in the, the documentary. They put the documentary people in the uh, animation people. Oh, that's fun. So the Encanto, like, that whole, they were, they were having, like, hot Takis and... <laughs> So, and, and, you know, basically, you know, he's saying, I, you know, I didn't know what had happened. Mm-hmm. I was, you know, in a in a other space. He was practicing his meditation, which apparently is something that's really uh, become a big part of his life. Mm-hmm. And uh, he didn't realize what was going on until he was. And, and even when he was accepting the award, the specifics of what had happened weren't known to him yeah i just thought that was such an interesting perspective i'd been wanting to hear from Questlove about what that felt like to be the person to accept that award at that particular moment and it seems like he was unfazed yeah no that's super awesome i just wish the entire audience had the same opportunity to appreciate his moment because <laughs> yes. while he was in a zone thankfully he was able to do the thing and mm-hmm. And feel the moment. The entire world was completely thrown off in that moment, sitting on their couch going, I don't know what to do now. Right. Now, by entire world, I, I really mean a very small sliver of the world because the actual audience, beyond just the uh, people in that theater or space or whatever it actually is, what even is that space? The theater. The, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, beyond the people that were actually in person, it was a very small audience, which, by the way, was brought home to me again today when I heard them talk about the number of people who showed up and like a big chunk of the total audience for the Oscars, which, by the way, was the second worst Oscars of all time in terms of audience. A big chunk of that audience showed up after this moment. So mm-hmm. like for the the shocking thing. So all of that is to say when I say the whole world was like, what? It really wasn't the whole world, but... In the moment, those of us who were watching on television, we could not, we needed some transcendental meditation as well. OMG, you are correct. I I wish that we had all been uh, experiencing that moment. And honestly, to that end, Bradley, I I missed his speech. I mean, I was like half Z's in because we, I, our, my, I was distracted, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, and oh, and that was sort of what happened mm-hmm. for the rest of the show. You were sort of in two different places. I mean, what I want to know is, I want the Twitter metrics of what happened mm-hmm. after that because woof. I mean, anybody who was watching turned their attention straight to where um, you could get the immediate response. Well, there's another person we've been wanting to hear from. And that's Chris Rock. I was going to say, hopefully Chris Rock. So, yeah, what does he have to say? Nothing. Oh, uh, so he, he still isn't saying anything. still not said anything. He is, uh, he was spotted by paparazzo, paparazzi, uh, in Boston, where he has shown oh, yeah. up. This was yesterday. He has, he has a show coming up, right? A sold out show tonight. Mm-hmm. In fact, actually, um, right after 
the events of Sunday night, his tickets, uh, the ticket demand and the prices of resale tickets for his Ego Death World Tour went bonkers. Obviously, because, well, everybody wants to hear what he has to say. Well, and I imagine in Boston, where he's, you know, playing to a sold out crowd tonight, people are hoping that this will be his the breaking of his silence. Well, I mean, I kind of feel like he has to, right? Like, it'd be a little weird. How do you do an entire comedy show as a person who talks about the world around you and not talk about and not talk about what happened on Sunday? Yeah. I mean, that said, who knows what he'll say? And I'm sure we'll talk all about it tomorrow. Yeah. Well, we'll be for sure paying attention. So he got uh, off the airplane. He had his uh, sweats on, a hat on, head down, walked, breezed right past everybody and got on his uh, transportation. And that was all. He said nothing. He made no, uh, he didn't, I mean, he didn't even acknowledge anybody around him. But you know what? His brother's talking. Oh, I didn't know that Chris Rock had a brother, but that's just because I don't know Chris Rock's family. Neither did I. But now uh, we know Tony Rock is the brother of Chris Rock. And actually, He's speaking out, uh, and he's doing so in multiple ways, but most notably over uh, Twitter, where somebody asked him if he approved of Will Smith's apology. Mm. Sure seems like an obvious question. To which he simply replied, no. <laughs> okay, so he's he's speaking at length, much like a lot of people connected to this situation. Trust. But he did go on to say, and this is what I find interesting. So at first I'm like, okay, I understand. I understand people wanting to get anything out of anybody close to Chris Rock at this moment, mm-hmm. right? And people will go to lengths, uh, and so of course they're going to reach out to his brother, and you know his brother gets to have his thoughts and his opinions and mm-hmm. share them as he sees fit. Yeah. But in it, it answers a question that we had yesterday, oh, which okay. was. Did Will Smith actually reach directly out to Chris Rock? Because he made, you know, uh, an apology to Chris publicly. But, you know, that begs the question. Also, it's not really our business. But, hey, that's what we do for a living is think about what's going on behind the scenes. You wonder if he actually reached out publicly. So what did his brother have to say? Well, yesterday he uh, said on Twitter, he said, well, okay, I'm going to just I'm. I'm going to read it as it actually is and not how it's being reported. Okay. Uh, Somebody had tweeted him and said, given you worked with the Smiths for some years on all of us and Will has never done something like this in decades of him being public. If he speaks directly to Chris and the Rock family, are you open? To which Tony Rock replied, waiting, dot, dot, dot. Which seems to indicate there has not been any sort of overture made for uh, an actual audience with Chris Rock himself and Will Smith. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, and I I guess I don't know why we have this expectation of how this is supposed to play out, but these are real people's lives, so Mm -hmm. things aren't going to go according to what the, you know, we all feel invested in this because we're all connected to social media. We feel invested in this, of course, because it's connected to entertainers, to, um, you know, celebrities, and this is all a part of our pop culture world, but there is no, you know, there's no expectation that this needs to go any particular way, and they may or may not have a conversation and we may or may not ever know about it. But Mm -hmm. um, if they do want us to know about it, you can rest assured that we will in infinite detail, I'm sure. Absolutely. And, you know, uh, like you said, Bradley, it's not, we don't have a blueprint for this, but we all have some sort of, there, there seems to be some sort of expectation that people are pushing toward. And 
it will unravel before our very eyes and we will see how this plays out. I've been fascinated at watching how the headlines move on this. There was a headline about the sheriff's office arriving at Will and Jada's home in Calabasas. And the headline made it seem as though the sheriff's office was there for them to take up some sort of legal conversation with them. Okay. It was the, the sheriff's office was there when you opened up the article and read it because there was a report of a drone flying over their property. Oh, yeah. So it is, this I is mean, just all, you know, everybody in this moment is trying to get attention for their own particular reasons. Mm-hmm. And it's just really important for us to just um, keep walking. And mm-hmm. if there's a story we need to talk about, you know, we'll make sure it. that it comes from a real. I've seen a lot of headlines about how Jada's going to talk about this with Will on the next installment of Red Table Talk. Mm-hmm. Um, if that's true, again, they'll let us know. And I don't think we should expect it to happen anytime, happen anytime soon. That said, who knows? Maybe they'll do a Facebook Live tonight. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised, but we don't really know much of anything that's, still. So how after, true that is. How true that is. Uh, when we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to get all the legit dirt straight from Hollywood. Uh, it's coming right out of Holly Roberts' mouth after this on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Holly Roberts is here with all the true and legit dirt straight from Hollywood. She's vetted it all. It's a dirt alert. Hey, Hals. Hey, guys. <laughs> you know. Sad stories this afternoon mm. in this Dirt Alert update. We're going to start with the big story of the afternoon concerning Bruce Willis, who has shared his diagnosis of aphasia with the public, or rather his family has shared that diagnosis, and that Bruce Willis is stepping away from acting as a result. Oh, it's so sad. It's sad and sudden, and uh, yeah, uh-huh. and, yeah, just uh, not not the news Well, and it's... It's one of those conditions I don't think many people know about, myself included. I think I had a general sense of what that meant, but I didn't understand what the you know full effects mm-hmm. long-term and otherwise were. So I went and did a little bit of reading, and I imagine a lot of people today will be doing that very thing. And it was kind of them to share that with us, because obviously there's no obligation to do so. But perhaps people would start asking, you know, where's Bruce Willis? Mm-hmm. But still... It's, you know, be be grateful that they gave people the opportunity to um, educate themselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the members of the Willis Moore family, they all released the same statement on their individual social media accounts. And, you know, if aphasia is a medical condition, this is according to the Mayo Clinic. This is their definition of that. That can affect a person's ability to speak, write and understand. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the book that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. In language, both verbal and written, they're saying that it typically occurs after a stroke or a head injury. Now, they did not share any details really about Bruce Willis's diagnosis, but they did share that as a result of that, he's going to be stepping away from his career. So it seems that he is done making mm-hmm. movies. He's done making TV. Looking at his IMDb, there's a lot in post-production. There are things that are happening. So we will see new Bruce Willis projects being yeah. released in the next year or two, but, but by nothing all, after but, that. But nothing after yeah. that. You know, I will say I I also just appreciated so much the loving way that they um, shared that news. Uh, And, and, you know, probably there's a piece of getting ahead of any kind of story in this day and age that's really important and having it spoken in their words. And yeah, yeah, Yeah. Yeah. you know, and social media conversations around Mm -hmm. this, you know, people looking and being like, well, that they're choosing to share this now. Has he been working? Because he, Bruce Willis, if you have not checked in with his IMDb it's lately, bonkers. he has been working a lot. Well, he so, was highly, highly honored at the Razzies, which I know <laughs> does not sound like a compliment. Yeah, well, but, he's putting out a prolific video on yes. demand filmography, right? And, and you know, there had been conversations, I think, you know, uh, hearsay, gossip, whatever, that, you know, maybe perhaps Bruce Willis wasn't like the best to work with or that, you know, he was getting his lines fed to him mm-hmm. through like an earpiece and other things. And perhaps, you know, get you said, Colleen, getting ahead of the story. And it's yeah. like, hey, you know what? This is what's going on. Yep. And this is what's happening in Bruce Willis's mm-hmm. life. We maybe we can have know. some tenderness. Yeah, yeah, have a little tenderness. You know, I got another sad story, you guys. Okay. I'm sorry. This I know you have to give us what Hollywood gives you. Yeah, and this is concerning uh, Tom Parker, who was a member of the boy band The Wanted. He has oh, passed yeah. away from Aww. brain cancer at the age of 33. Oh, that was sudden sad. too. Yeah, yeah, very sudden. So his wife Kelsey Parker shared on Instagram that he passed away today, and uh, she thanked Tom's fans for their support. And he was diagnosed. Um, just in October of 2020. Wow. And he has a two-year-old and a one-year-old. So it's just it's just a sad, oh, sad, goodness sad, gracious. sad story. That is sad. Yeah. So keeping you updated there. Um, I want to move away from a not so to, to not so sad. Okay. okay. Good. I'm here we'll for take that. It. We'll go on that journey. Let's talk about No Shame Shapewear. Uh, oh, Lizzo, okay. yeah. Lizzo, yeah. yes. No shame shapewear. Yitty. Yitty. So that is the mystery I'm tattoo. I'm about Yitty. <laughs> well, so is Lizzo. So she uh, was teasing this project earlier this week, and today it's been revealed that Lizzo is the latest celebrity to get into the shapewear, lingerie, loungewear market. So you're going to be able to buy these on August 12th if you so want to. There are three different options. There's seamless shaping garments called Nearly Naked Mesh Me. Uh, a selection of smoothing mesh styles and major label, which is the loungewear separates and leggings. So there's something for everybody here. It's size inclusive. Everybody, too. Everybody. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, you can check it out. Although, I got beef. Okay. What's your beef with Yiddy? Where's the beef? Where's the beef? It's what's missing. I, I, uh, body suits. That are thongs are working my last nerve. Can we have butt coverage? Yeah. A little from column A, a little yeah. from column B. Yeah. That's options. Like. It does look like they butt do options. have bottoms. Yay! You know. Butt mm-hmm. coverage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
because I like the look of a bodysuit, but I also don't really like the feeling of floss. Actually, it looks like they've got like a full uh, meal deal, like two pieces, one pieces. It just depends. It looks like it's pretty. They have depends. (laughs) No, they don't. Um, I'm looking (laughs) through some of the photographs and they're literally um, there's one photo that certainly has a lot of uh, butt floss, but not the um, not all of it. So, Holly, I think you'll be able to find something. Yes. Fantastic. Perfect. Uh, Mark your calendars for August 21st. If you are excited for the HBO spinoff series called House of the Dragon, which is the prequel to Game of Thrones. That's going to be a 10-episode series based on the George R.R. Martin book, Fire and Blood. And there's going to be dragons, possible nudity, excessive gratuitous violence, all the things that you have come to know and love Yeah, about Game of Thrones. Well, and I do know, if I remember correctly, that George R.R. Martin uh, signed off on this project. So I would imagine that for viewers who are fans of George R.R. Martin, that, you know, they'll be, they'll be, curious to see what the show is like beyond just the sort of you know casual game of thrones fan yeah so that's exciting mark your calendar and finally chloe kardashian is clapping back at the haters today mm. great those who claim that she's Again. not important like kim and courtney well she is not here for you she is just as important thank you thanks holly you're welcome <laughs> you're welcome uh, don't Brooke worry we will address uh Chloe later. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, though, we're going to solve some pop culture mysteries in the form of blind items. Holly's going to bring them to us. We'll solve them in this segment we call Blinded by the Item after this on My Talk 1071. Holly Roberts has gathered for us a bunch of uh, pop culture mysteries. And uh, we on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. We are here to solve them. Holly will deliver them to us. We will attempt to solve them in a little segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Ooh, here is our first celebrity gossip mystery to solve, Colleen and Bradley. Now, this is confirmed. We know who this is about. Fun. The celebrity CEO is working behind the scenes to make a court case go away. Although his personal life shows up here and there some other places, he doesn't want it televised to the world. This would be the seedy side of his personal life, the drugs and the cheating and the payoff and what have you. Is this like a Johnny Depp experience? Yes. Wait, did you say celebrity CEO? Yes. Johnny Depp's a celebrity CEO? No. no. Is it Elon? No. No, no, no. There's somebody. Hold on. It's tickling. Hold on. Does it have something to do with Amber Heard and her? Uh... Well, that would be Elon Musk. Is it Elon Musk? Okay. I couldn't. For some reason, halfway through, I thought, no, it wasn't Elon Musk. It was somebody else. But yes. Okay. And it totally done is. Done and done. So, filling in the blank on this one, Elon Musk working behind the scenes to make the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard court case go away. Now, Elon Musk's personal life shows up here and there and some other places, but he doesn't want it televised to the world. Yeah, which is why he doesn't want to have to testify, right? Because doesn't he have to testify? Or Amber does. Amber yeah. does, well, everybody basically does, which is why, according to NT Lawyer, there's a lot of people behind the scenes who are heavily invested mm-hmm. in having the Amber Heard Johnny Depp lawsuit settled before it goes to trial because yep. it is going to be televised. It's going to make everyone look messy. Every, mm-hmm. No one's going to look good. Like we didn't know that there was so much messiness in that 
crowd of... Well, mostly because they shared it with us. Yeah. In the middle of a bed. Gelato. Mm. Okay. All right. It was! Come on now. He ate gelato! Mm-hmm. That's what you meant. Blinded by the idol. Uh, let's go back to the Oscars. Oh, do we have to? Well, this one, you know, it's, it's not, okay. It's not no, so, I'm teasing. Yeah, it's not so it's bad. Fine. This one, uh, this happened on Sunday night during the Academy Awards. This permanent A-list country singer who has also acted and had an affair or two during her first marriage, by the way, was passing out big tips to anyone who helped her last night. The more she made use of the bar, the more generous she became. Mm. The only country western singer I know who was at the Oscars and who performed on the Oscars is one Reba, Reba McIntyre. Which I did not know about that. Yeah, so okay, Reba, Reba McIntyre. She's acted and anti lawyer wants to throw in that, by the way, that she had an affair or two during her first marriage. It happens. Mm-hmm. Apparently, she was a big tipper to anyone who helped her last night. Well, that's nice yeah. to know. That's a know, good I love that. She was very generous with her tips. That does not surprise me about Reba. She seems like the kind of person who is shows gratitude in uh, in kind ways like that. Yeah, even though Travis Barker was hitting his drums during Reba McIntyre's performance <sighs> oh, at yeah, the Academy really Award. Loud. My uh, my children's uh, review of Travis Barker's drumming was turn it down. <laughs> Honestly, I thought it was rude. Actually, I was like, who's doing the sound mixing? They will not get an award for this. They do need to turn him down. She was fighting with her beautiful voice mm-hmm. over his animal banging. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I was like, Travis, this is not your moment. Chill. Chill. Get back on the red carpet and make out with your Beyonce. No, thanks. Uh, do we have to? <laughs> I mean, do what you do best. Okay. Another celebrity gossip mystery. Please solve the following, Colleen and Bradley. This A-list superhero in the universe that doesn't crank out as many movies as the other spent the last three nights away from his wife and in the arms of this foreign-born A-list actress. So much for trying to work things out. Mm. Okay, so Jason Momoa. Uh. And he was in the arms of an A-list actress? Foreign-born A-list actress. Foreign-born A-list. We do have photographic evidence that would be like, okay. Oh, they were in each other's arms. They're hanging out. Okay. Okay. What do you got there, trainer? Anything? No. I mean, I would need need to narrow it down somewhat. Um, This actress... You know, I don't know how much acting she's done lately, but she's somewhat popular on social media. She was out and about at post-Oscar parties. Okay, but she was not at the Oscars. She was not at the Academy Awards. Okay. She's popular on social media. Um, Daisy yeah. Ridley. What? Uh. <laughs> she's popular on social media? I don't know. She's been a franchise actor in her own... Franchise. Franchise. I would say it's a B-list uh, franchise. Okay. Uh, she. Zoe Saldana. No. Mm. Good guess, though. Um, this person also hooked up with a very um, currently popular celebrity a couple years ago. She got in on the BDE. Oh, okay. Yep. Kate Beckinsale. Yes. Yes. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. She likes them young. Mm-hmm. So, Jason Momoa, 
Let's hook it up with Kate. But in the arms of Kate Beckinsale, that we don't know. But Jason Momoa himself, now to give him credit, he did tell Access Hollywood that he's not getting back together right. with Lisa Bonet. Counter. Yeah. He was making it clear. Yeah, he was making it clear. So it's fine. Go hang out with Kate Beckinsale. Yeah. Do your stuff. Yeah, she likes the BD. He kept her warm in his jacket. Mm. Wow. Mm -hmm. According to E! News. Oh, okay. I was like, did you just make that up? No, that was an actual headline. Okay. Thank you. Let's do a little vintage old Hollywood gossip. Let's do it. So this now deceased A-list actor who has an A-list celebrity offspring once overheard a woman in a restaurant talking about his lack of acting ability. The actor walked up behind the woman and dumped an entire bottle of maple syrup over her head and then walked out. Wow. That's going to stick. So uh, do, do we also have the impression perhaps he wasn't the best actor? Um... Not necessarily, but he's has a reputation that he's not a very good person. Oh. So this person, not a good person. How long has this person not been with us? Uh, actually, I think they probably passed away just within the past five years. Oh. Who was hmm. not a very good person? That's awkward. I know. Well, a lot of people were. Is he notably this. not a good person? Uh, the stories have been circulating more publicly since his passing. Now, this person yeah. just passed in 2020. Oh. oh, okay. So this is pretty recent. Yeah, they recently passed away. Now, their offspring, yes, is a very famous actor in his own right. Okay. Right. So <laughs> that's um, going to be Donald you... Sutherland. He's still alive, Colleen. I hate it when I do that. That wow. was rude, and I apologize. Do so you think he's a bad guy no i don't i just was trying to think of <laughs> and then you killed him people. you were trying to think of dead people and, and then i killed you something. killed him okay holly so that. his son are we yes. more likely to know the son or the father i think we're gonna know both the son is a uh, gosh he had the son is in his 70s at this point oh my wow but, yeah. but definitely an a-list actor in his own right oh 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 mm? Mm? kirk douglas Okay, that's my problem. I was I get Donald Sutherland and Kirk Douglas backwards. What? What? Okay. Really? You know, you guys, it's I have other problems. It's just okay. Well, a that's thing. interesting. Um, I'm glad this is a safe space where you can work them out. <laughs> is it? <laughs> so the old Hollywood blind item says that Kirk Douglas overheard a woman in a restaurant talking about his lack of acting ability. Mm. He walked up behind her, dumped an entire bottle of maple syrup over her head, and then walked out. Wow. That is rude. That's terrible. And, I mean, of the liquids you would pour on somebody's head, I just feel like maple syrup is cruel. It is cruel. However, I will say a silver lining is it's probably a good thing it was room temperature and not slightly warmed because yeah. that that could leave a, a mark. Yeah, that would Ew. burn. Holly, thank you for those blind items. Thank you. That was a that was a fun little fun little trip through. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to do a little here's what we're watching live. Bradley Trainer has the antidote to all the tension mm-hmm. you might be feeling in the world right now. Yes. It's a tall order, <laughs> but he's going to bring it? it uh he's going to bring it to us after this on My Talk 1071. 
miss those Ali for giving us the truth, even though sometimes the truth hurts. Uh, this is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hey, uh, so Bradley Trainer, and this is no small feat, has brought us the antidote to all that ails you, all of the tension in the world. Uh, you can shake it off because uh, Bradley's got something we can watch. Here's what we're watching live. You, you guys watch that television show together, don't you? Team Cobra presents Here's What We're Watching Live. Yas, queens. Okay, so the world is really heavy right now. And last night I was like, I do not want to deal with anything serious. So I am going to... Oh, look at this thing over here. Oh. I came across a story about Joan Collins and a documentary of sorts that popped into a streaming service that I uh, subscribe to called BritBox. So if you love British television and if you don't, there's something wrong with you because they make some great TV over there. Um, there is a, 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 a program... I hate... It's a documentary, sure, but I want to explain a little bit about This is Joan Collins, and you can watch it again on BritBox. It aired on the BBC on New Year's Day. It just became available on BritBox this week, and there's a trailer, and it's really, you know, I thought, I I like Joan Collins. Joan Collins has been around for the entirety of my life in television and movies Mm -hmm. and certainly has just continued to be a force in the world even when you weren't even really thinking about her which we can talk about so when i saw that this was an option i thought i'm gonna watch this and i did and it was delightful is is an understatement because again worldwide drama you need something a little uh, lighthearted, enjoyable, super campy. Um, when I thought about it last night, I was like, it's it's just a campy romp through an amazing life. Although it's it probably is, a little bit of a time machine, too. Right. Like, oh, certainly, because you getting know, away from today. <laughs> so Joan Collins, in her own right, has she was one of the last actresses of the golden age of Hollywood. She was one of the last, I should say actresses to walk into the Hollywood machine at a time when things were about to change when, as she describes it, Hollywood and the the studio machine was a little dusty, starting to tarnish a little bit. But still, she got to work with and meet and date, uh, because this woman's dating history is phenomenal some of the you know biggest leading men in hollywood at the time so again it's like this it's like this low-key look at a life most people don't realize goes far Mm. beyond the role of dynasty because for people of our generation i think that's where they would most recognize her from that's my alexis alexis carrington Mm -hmm. but she was in you know big box office mostly duds and b movies but also um you know again worked with some of the biggest names in hollywood and and had lots of things to say about them um in this particular documentary so i mean because again like my intersection with Joan Collins is dynasty uh, and you you know and you've mentioned some of the other B movies that and, and like kind of box office flops but you said at the very outset like she is still she has been working far more than you think is she still kicking and stretching oh, and yeah. kicking I don't know what her last project was um but I can tell you that you know she is still an active working actress and that's kind of been the story of Joan Collins is that she um 
she came to Hollywood, wanted to be a star, was a star, left Hollywood, decided to come back to Hollywood, became a star again, and this time on the small screen. And really, well, I mean, as at the same time fighting to get back on the big screen. Mm. And again, just, you know, every decade saw a sort of different chapter of her life. The thing about, so again, you know, without sort of like telling you the entire story of Joan Collins, because you should go watch This Is Joan Collins on, This Is Joan Collins on BritBox. The thing specifically about this, you know, look back at her life is that she narrates it. She hosts That was going to be my question is how much involvement did she have in this? Oh, uh, this is like her. I I mean, I don't know if she was like a producer on it or whatnot, but I can tell you that she she literally is sitting in a chair and like walking you through and she's like looking at her scrapbooks and, um, you know, I love that giving you like her bird's eye view of the life that she lived, which admittedly means you're not going to get maybe the most distant clinical perspective on her career but frankly again all i in- cared about when i watched last night was that i felt like i was sitting down with a you know a star of stage and screen mm. at a very specific or from a very specific uh moment in in our uh film and television history and it was just fun to listen to her tell stories i mean she you know talks about meeting all of these amazing celebrities from marlon brando to joan crawford she said once i met joan crawford she was terrifying and not all that beautiful. <gasps> I was going to ask if she spilled any tea. That's Oh yeah, she does. You know, plenty right she there. She talks all about some of your favorite leading men in Hollywood, um their breath, their disgusting ways. Mm. And and that was the other piece of this is Joan Collins, again, a show you can now watch on BritBox. And by the way, BritBox is one of those streaming services where you could pick it up and put it down, watch for a month, turn it off. I think Do they it's have probably, a free trial or anything? I, I think you probably get like a week free trial. Okay. And there's like, you know, it's it's probably like seven ninety nine or five ninety nine or something. Okay. Like depending on ads, whatever. I don't even know if it's tiered. I don't know. I just know that I pay for it because I love most of the content. Mm -hmm. It works for you. I mean, that is definitely a streaming service you cannot do without. Yeah. Um, But back to... What was I saying about Joan Collins? So she... Oh yeah, she talks about all these these leading men that she worked with. But one of the one of the things I liked about this narrative tale that she tells is she doesn't shy away from the the ugly stuff. So mm. it's it's not super heavy and super deep, but she does deal with heavy and deep topics, including but not limited to sexual assault that she has faced at the hands of you know men uh, in the business, and um, you know again her approach to life has sort of been to just get on with it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that for me is like, that's a motto I can get behind. She didn't let the world as it was happening around her, stop her from doing the things that she wanted to do. Or at the very least, she didn't um, let them get in her way. Um, And, you know, she lived a very unique life as an actor. Actually, she would call herself an actress. She does not like to be called an actor. Oh, you will learn. I love that. Yeah. I also, I mean, I got, I have to say that perspective that you shared of hers is seems to be sort of for the actresses that sustained. And I'm thinking specifically of like a, a Betty White, you know, they saw many facets of Hollywood. Yeah. They saw kind of how the culture has shifted in, in certain ways. And uh, that sort of get on with it mentality I think served them really well in continuing and maintaining a career, but also allowing them to have 
a really unique perspective mm-hmm. on what Hollywood is today based on what it had been and what they really had been part of in terms of the machine of Hollywood. Yeah. Because it really did change. Yeah. It really, I mean, it really has changed. Absolutely. You'll but also- there are still threads that kind of move through. Yeah, you'll also um, learn fun details like she was supposed to be Cleopatra in the big blockbuster hit, um, but for the fact that she wouldn't sleep with the head of Fox Studios. See? At least as she tells it. Again, you know, you're kind of taking her word for it, but a fascinating look. This wow. is Joan Collins on the B- uh, the BBC's BritBox streaming Perfect. service. Watch it. I love it. Uh, when we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, what... TV show is considered family viewing at your house. Household viewing. Everybody who lives with you sits down to watch it. 651-641-1071.